morning. Good morning. Good to see everyone today. Um, today, uh, we, we uh, as you can see by the opening slide, uh, we're celebrating a Memorial Day uh, this Monday. Um, we always uh, like to uh, honor those that have uh, died uh, giving their service to our country. Um, but I'd like to welcome you today uh, for family worship, the Salvation Army, uh, whether you're here in person or you're on uh, Facebook Live. Um, welcome, and uh, thank you for joining us. Let's just open in a short word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for this day. I thank you for this opportunity to, uh, to gather together um, because of men and women's uh, lives that they've uh, given for our freedom, Father, uh, to be able to worship freely in the house of the Lord today. Father, I just pray that you will honor, uh, we will honor you with our words and our actions, our songs, our testimonies, uh, whatever we do, Father, I pray that we always honor you. And we ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. While called to worship, uh, it's the words will be on there. We're, we're not singing it, but uh, the call to worship is uh, Song 150. Um, you know, when I think of Memorial Day, I like to remember and to, and I love uh, how the song goes. Uh, We'll go ahead, Joseph, and you can uh, follow along with me on the screen there. Tell me the old, old story of unseen things above, of Jesus and his glory, of Jesus and his love. Tell me the story simple as to a little child, for I am weak and weary and helpless and defiled. Tell me the story slowly that I may take it in, that wonderful redemption, God's remedy for sin. Tell me the story often, for I forget so soon. The early dew of morning has passed away at noon. Tell me the story softly with earnest tones and grave. Remember, I'm the sinner whom Jesus came to save. Tell me the story always, if you would really be in any time of trouble a comforter to me. Tell me the story of old, tell me the same old story, when you have cause to fear that this world's empty glory is costing me too dear. Yes, and when the world's glory is drawn on my soul, Tell me the old, old story. Christ Jesus makes thee whole. And the chorus to the song says, Tell me the old, old story. Tell me the old, old story. Tell me the old, old story of Jesus and his love. On this day of remembrance, I pray that we remember what God has done for us, sending his son to die on a cross for us, for each one of us, even though we are unworthy sometimes. 
Uh, we're going to sing a song. Uh, feel free to sing at your seats if you'd like. We have a song, Days of Elijah. Thanks.
open the floor for any prayer requests this morning. to remember Kathleen in our prayer. She is facing surgery this week, so we pray that God is with her and um, thankful that he has brought friends alongside her to help. So pray for um, quick recovery and no complications during surgery as well. Anyone else? And for those that didn't hear, uh, Lorraine is praising God that she is finished with her treatments for now and has got the clean bill of health, so to speak. So we are thankful and praise God for that. Anyone else? I have a praise report. Uh, Captain Mike is doing very well after his surgery. We are very thankful. Um, for those of you that do not know, we didn't tell a lot of people, but there was a 50-50% chance that um, cancer was in his body. And um, I just praise God that God saw fit not to... Um, allow him to have a cancer diagnosis. Uh, cancer runs rapid in his family. So I'm very thankful that God's hand of protection and God's hand of healing has been upon my husband and that we can report that his body is cancer-free and that he is healing nicely and we just give all honor and glory to God above. Anyone else? <clears throat> Marquise? Oh, go ahead. Okay. And what's her name? Marquise, did you have something to say? No? Okay, I thought I saw her name. For K? Hey and Tom. Anyone else? Okay, bow your heads with me while we pray. Father, we come before you with thankful hearts. Thankful hearts for a chapel that is full. Thankful hearts that you are with us, that you never leave us or forsake us. Thankful hearts for the men and women who have given their lives so that we can have freedom. God, we say a special prayer for those families that were left behind without their loved ones. What a sacrifice that they have made. 
God, we are thankful that you sent Jesus, your only son, so that we can have salvation. And God, as you have heard every request that was spoken today, from surgeries that are upcoming, to health concerns, to deaths and families, God, we are so thankful that you are a God who knows the inner voice of our hearts. Even the requests that we don't speak, Father, you know them. We are thankful for this amazing gift that you have given us called prayer. God, I feel your presence here this morning, and I thank you for that. I thank you that we can worship together as a congregation without fear, that we can worship openly. And Father, as we have mentioned these requests by name, we pray, God, that your will be done in each and every situation. We ask this all in the matchless name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We're going to sing a song called Ancient Words. And the song goes, Ancient Words Ever True. Touching me and touching you. The words of the Bible, the ancient words passed down from generation to generation to generation. So precious to us as Christ followers. My prayer is that we open the Bible, that we read it often, that we memorize it, that we soak our minds in the words that God has blessed us. Will you sing from your seats along with us? Sound with God's own heart, oh let the ancient 
to uh, do our scripture reading at this time. Our scripture reading is found in the book of Joshua. I'll be reading Joshua chapter 4, verses 1 through 7 from the New International Version. Again, that's Joshua 4, verses 1 through 7. And the word of the Lord says this. When the whole nation had finished crossing the Jordan, the Lord said to Joshua, Choose twelve men from among the people, one from each tribe, and tell them to take up twelve stones from the middle of the Jordan, from right where the priest stood, and to carry them over with you and put them down at the place where you stay tonight. So Joshua called together the twelve men he had appointed from the Israelites, one from each tribe, and said to them, Go over before the ark of the Lord your God in the middle of the Jordan. Each of you is to take up a stone on his shoulder, according to the number of the tribes of the Israelites, to serve as a sign among you. In the future, when your children ask you, What do these stones mean? Tell them that the flow of the Jordan was cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. When it crossed the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. These stones are to be a memorial to the people of Israel forever. Amen. good thing about preaching is you can take your mask off up here. <laughs> we're, we're far enough. We're definitely six feet away, so we're good there. Um, so it's, it's a blessing sometimes. Um, now it's a blessing every time to be able to bring the Word of God to uh, His people. Um, and today, um, as I said, we celebrate Memorial Day. So Memorial is sort of my topic. It's a little different. Uh, this will be a little bit different sermon than what I've been doing, but um, I'm going to start off with a little bit of trivia, just to, just to see how much you know about Memorial Day. Um, so my first question for everyone, and you can answer, you know, um, please. Uh, interaction is great. Um, when was the first Memorial Day celebration? Anyone have any guess? No? You, you can take just a... Anyone want to guess the year even? Yeah, 
It was, so on May 5th, 1868, was the first uh, celebration, General John A. Logan issued a proclamation calling for, and, and there was a, another name before Memorial Day, Decoration Day, um, to be observed annually and nationwide. He was commander-in-chief of the Grand Army of the Republic, an organization of and for Union Civil War veterans founded in Decatur, Illinois. So it was, it was uh, on May 5th, 1868. So here's a more question I think that most people will, under, will know. Why do we celebrate Memorial Day? Yes. So, so you, you said it right. It, it, and for Memorial Day, so there's, a, there's always been this thought of, what's the difference between Memorial Day and Veterans Day? So Memorial Day is those that have given their lives, their sacrifice of their lives. So Memorial Day is a remembrance for U.S. soldiers who died in the military service. So it's not even so much you had to have died in the war, in a war. You just died in your military service. It was first observed in 1868 when the flowers were placed on the graves of Union and Confederate soldiers at the Arlington National Cemetery. It later changed from honoring the dead of the Civil War to honoring the dead from all American wars. So another question here. Like I said, this is a little bit of trivia for you, just, just to see where we're going. Um, how many countries in the world celebrate Memorial Day? Now, before you answer, let me say, it might not be the same day that we celebrate it here in America, but a Memorial Day, um, how many countries do you think uh, celebrate worldwide. We know we're one of them, so there's one already, but how many total do you think? Okay, you said 50. Anyone else want to guess? Come on. I, I, I. How many? 16? 60. 60. Okay. Well, you guys actually guessed uh, more than I did. Uh, we, there's only, uh, what I found anyways, was only 11 countries. So us and 10 other countries. So some of the other countries that I found that did were the Netherlands. And they celebrated on May 4th. Um, and there's uh, South Korea. They celebrated on June 6th. Italy, and they celebrate it on November 4th. Uh, Britain celebrates it November 11th. Belgium celebrates theirs on November 11th. Uh, Canada, November 11th. And then there's France that celebrated November 11th. Germany celebrates theirs on November 16th. And then Nigeria 
celebrates it December 22nd. So there might be more, but those are the ones that I found um, when I was studying for this. Uh, but like I said, I know it's a little, uh, just a little trivia game I like to do every once in a while. Um, a little something different. Um, so when I was, since I was thinking about this in the world aspect, I wanted to see if uh, the memorial comes up in the Bible. Well, it does, um, and, the, and I look in the NIV, um, so I don't, I could be wrong when it comes to the KJV or the NKJV or whatever other versions, there's so many, but looking at the NIV, I found 18 times the word memorial came up in the Bible. Uh, today, we're going to look at some of these passages, and we're going to see uh, what it said a little bit about them. Um, so, I found all the way back in Exodus, it came up four times. So, it came up in Exodus twenty-eight twelve, which says, And fasten them on the shoulder pieces of the ephod, ephod as a memorial stones for the sons of Israel. Aaron is to bear the names on his shoulders as a memorial before the Lord. And then there was, uh, the next one I found was Exodus twenty-eight twenty-nine, And it says, Whenever Aaron enters the holy place, he will bear the names of the sons of Israel over his heart on the breastplate, a breastpiece of decision as continuing memorial before the Lord. Uh, the third one in Exodus, which if I'm going too fast, I can give them to you at the end uh, again if you'd like. Exodus 30, verse 16. Receive the atonement money from the Israelites and use it for the service of the tent of meeting. And it will be a memorial for the Israelites before the Lord, making atonement for your lives. And the last one in Exodus was Exodus 39, verse 7. Then they fastened him on the shoulder pieces of the ephod as memorial stones for the sons of Israel, as the Lord commanded Moses. So I got a couple pictures here. Um, I'll start with the first one. So these, when I was studying these, um, they are parts of the uh, priestly garment of the high priest. So it's, it's probably a little hard, but this has um, a picture of the, the robe and it even has the turban. Um, but the, the effort shoulder straps are right up there. And I think it's interesting because if you listen and if you go in through all the if we go into all the, the verses that describe how to make this garment that the high priest is supposed to wear, there's so much detail. And you would ask, why, why would God care so much about the, the fine details of a garment that... Um, that the priest would wear. 
Well, I, I think it was when I was studying, you look at it and there's a layer. So this white, there's white underneath all this rest of the garment. And, you know, that's what the, the high priest would put on first. And I was, uh, when I was studying, what does the white usually mean? Purity, right. So we as humans, we, we make mistakes, right? We, we are sinful creatures by nature. So the only, the only person that's ever been here was Jesus that's never sinned in his life, and he took our sins upon us. So the, the details here, and I think God takes these details because, because it's, it's almost like we, we are, you know, this symbolizes Jesus. And later on in the Bible, we read that Jesus is the high priest for us. So I think, you know, with this being the high priest and, and these are the garments that that high priest has to wear, God did care about the details because that was representing him. You know, because we had, he had the white purity that he had to put on over top of him. So you think of the, the, the sins that Jesus took upon uh, on himself, that he, a sinless man. And uh, Joseph, if you can flip again. So this one's a little more, you can see how it's it's very unique and it's very dimensioned. It's uh, you know all of this, but it says in these verses that they're a memorial to the Lord. And as I said, in Memorial Day, it's a day for us to pause life and to remember individuals, what they sacrificed for us. They did it for their families, their friends. They did it for people they didn't even know. They served their country. And it's, it's interesting because even in our passage, we talk about stones. And I like, I like stones, and I think the one reason why he was into detail, and he was in our scripture reading talking about stones, because it's a physical object that we can see. You know, so many people, you know, it, we always say, well, if I could just see it, if I could touch it, pick it up, I could feel it, I could really... I'd believe it. You know, we're people that we are always like, I just got to see it. I got to touch it. Is it real? It's real because I can see it. I can touch it. I can pick it up. So I think that's partly why God commands us, uh, you know, commanded in Joshua to pick up the stones and to build that memorial because it was a physical reminder just as in these passages, he talked about uh, the stones, which you could see all the stones. They represent the, the 12 tribes. And then there's even stones up here where it connects. 
And it's, it's so important on the detail. And, and if you listen, they, they were told to carry the stones on their shoulders just like their stones on the shoulders of the high priest out of the, the river, Jordan. And it's God wants us to remember him. And remember what he did for us. When the people saw the high priest, they remembered who they served. When they saw the, the, the memorial that they built, they remembered what God did. The power of God. So then I looked in uh, the next book of the Bible that had some words of memorial were Leviticus. Um, and I probably won't read them all, but uh, I'll read some of them. Uh, Leviticus 2, verse 2. And take it to Aaron's sons, the priest. The priest shall take a handful of flour and oil together with the incense, with all the incense, and burn this as a memorial portion on the altar, a food offering, an aroma pleasing to God. Then the next one would be Leviticus 2.9. He shall take out a memorial portion from the grain offering and burn it, on the altar as a food offering, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. Pages six, sorry. Leviticus two sixteen. The priest shall burn the memorial portion of the crushed grain and the oil together with all the incense as the food offering presented to the Lord. Leviticus 5.12 They are all to bring it to the priest who shall take a handful of it as a memorial portion and burn it on the altar on the top of the food offerings presented to the Lord. And it is a sin offering. Then Leviticus 6.15 The priest is to take a handful of the finest flour and some of the olive oil together with all the incense on the grain offering and burn it in memorial portion on the altar as an aroma, pleasing to the Lord. And finally in Leviticus, it's Leviticus 24, verse 7. By each stack, put some pure incense as a memorial portion to represent the bread and to be a food offering presented to the Lord. So when I think of proportions, this is kind of a wore out one from the kitchen in there. Um, couldn't find a better one off the top of my head. And I forgot the one at home. I apologize. But what, what does this represent? Does anyone know? It's got a little line saying measuring cup. All right. So, you know, and I'm not going to go into my sermon last time where we were talking about meatloaf and how I destroyed it and Captain Angie made it great um, by the proportions um, that uh, measuring that she knows and I don't. But as, as you can see, 
God is in the details, and he's also in the proportions. And, and the high priests were commanded and, and were told they needed to take so much proportions of each thing. And, and in these verses, if we read the whole chapters and, and we follow and study all that, which we can do that sometime in Bible study, definitely. Um, but you study that there's a certain amount that goes to this, a certain amount goes to this. So there's a proportion that they had to measure out and make sure that they went. Now, of course, what the high priest had to do and was commanded was the best part, the first part, goes to who? Not your question. So of the sacrifices or of the offerings, who's the first part go to? What was that? Someone say God? Yeah, God. So it went to God. And that's the thing is, you know, he, he wanted God to, you know, God deserves the best. And we must give his portion to him. Um, and it's important as a memorial that we remember to always think of God first. Think of what he's done for us. We could never give back to God any kind of comparable amount of what he gave to us and what he continues to give us. You know, we think of all the blessings he gives us each day, uh, whether it's health, whether it's finance, whether it's uh, a place to live, food to eat. It all comes from him. And he is so faithful and good to give it to us all the time. But we must be faithful in our portions to give back to him and to give it to him first and the best to him. God doesn't want our leftovers. He wants the best parts. So continuing on, so in Numbers was the next book that came up that had the word memorial. Um, I'm not going to read them all, but I'll read some of these. Uh, there was Numbers 5.26, and then there's also Numbers 10.10. I'll read Numbers 10.10. Also, at your times of rejoicing, your appointed festivals and new moon feast, you are to sound trumpets over your burnt offerings and fellowship offerings. And they will be a memorial for you before your God. I am the Lord, your God. And then lastly in Numbers, it was uh, Numbers 31, verses, verse 54. Moses and Elzar, the priests, accepted the gold from the commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds and brought it into the tent of meetings as a memorial for Israelites before the Lord. So here in Numbers, they were talking about offerings. And they were talking about 
about, us, about them giving a proportion, but not only a proportion of things for sacrifices, but offerings. Thanks to COVID, we only use one offering plate, so now I have an empty one for my sermon. Um, but there's an offering plate I think of, and it's more than just the proportions of the sacrifices that they had to give, but they also wanted to offer their offerings to God. And it was the best of the things. You know, the last verse I read, it talked about how they got gold um, from lands that, that were delivered to the Israelites, um, that God delivered to them. Uh, and we've read in time and time again. And so the Israelites were able to get some of this gold and they, they put it in the tent of meetings. They put it in the tabernacle as the, you know, to offer to God, to make his holy place uh, uh, represent the best they could to what would be deserving to God. Because as I said, we can't outgive God. We can't give back to God everything that he deserves because it's just not possible. But they gave the best of they did, they had, and they gave their first. So that leads us to our scripture verse that Captain Angie read. And I'm not even going to read that one, but it was in Joshua 4, 1 through 7. And I do want to uh, just read this little short part of it. Verse 6, to serve as a sign among you. In the future, when your children ask you, what do these stones mean? Tell them that the flow of the Jordan was cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. When it crossed the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. These stones are to be a memorial to the people of Israel forever. And that's, that's the thing about Memorial Day. Each year it comes around. We have an opportunity to not forget. You know, I, I have this saying I tell my kids and, and our core cadets or, you know, anyone, um, I tell them, if you don't use it, you forget it. So if it's something you don't want to forget, make sure you're always remembering or you're always looking back at it or you're doing it on a routine thing. Um, and I guess I'm getting old enough now that I, I, I can actually put that into practice because if I don't do something, I do forget. Um, I'm not, I'm not old, old yet, but I'm starting that generation, I guess, or that journey. But, uh, but I do, I like my saying, and I, and I will always stick to it, I think, is if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. And um, I think that's, that was the whole purpose um, of what God was telling Joshua as a reminder for these people, because... If you remember, they were traveling along the wilderness for how many years? They were traveling 40 years. 
Were they always right with God those 40 years? No. No. So that's the thing is God knows we need reminders sometimes. That's not a bad thing. So we need to make sure we look back at our memorials that God has delivered us from. The things that he's healed us from, the things that he's delivered us from. I I have so many more verses, I'm not going to go through them all. But So, what's the big idea? As I said, remembering that Jesus died on the cross for you and for me. That's that's the key thing. Because for our salvation, we have to remember that God sent his one and only son to die on a cross for you and for me. If, If we get that one thing... That's, that's, that's the biggest part. That's, that's the main part. And that his blood covers all our sins. You know, they, they had to go to the high priest routinely to get their sins covered. But Jesus covers all our sins. So as I look at what we've talked about, the memorial stones, the memorial proportions, the offerings, what what do you think of with Memorial Day? Do you think of these throughout your, your journey? And what do you offer to the Lord? Do you fully give your life? Do you give all you have? As I said, it's, it's not enough to be half in and half out. You know, I know he talks about proportions, and, uh, but he wants the, the top. He wants the best part. He doesn't want the leftovers. We're going to listen to a song here in a minute. Um, please take this time to pray. If uh, the mercy seats are always open and we would be glad to pray with you, but if you want to pray at your seat, that's fine. Um, but just take this time to listen to the song. It's called Offering. And as I said, you know, are we giving the best to God? Are we giving our offering and giving what He's asked us to give lovingly, freely, or are we? Sometimes do we dread, oh, got to go to church, I got to do this. You know, or are we glad to be able to come into the house of the Lord and serve him and to worship him because of what he's done for us? Please take this time and just uh, listen to the words. Thank you. sun cannot compare to the glory of your love there is no shadow in your presence 
mortal man would dare to stand before your throne, before the Holy One of Heaven. It's only by your blood, and it's only through your mercy.
with me. Father, I pray that we will always bring our offering to you, Lord, the best, the first portions. Father, that we will uh, each day look back at what you've uh, done for us and, and to remember throughout our lives, Lord, what you've delivered us from to give you the honor and the praise that you deserve so much. Father, we thank you for uh, days like this uh, that are set aside for us to remember those that have given their lives, those that have given us our freedom. And ultimately, Lord, to remember that we need to take time in our lives to remember you and what you've done for us. Father, we thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. So I have a few announcements. We have our doxology. Um, so one announcement is uh, for, and this is, the men's commission does it, but it says men's and family fellowship with the ballpark. So pretty much if anyone wants to go with us um, from the core, Saturday, July 24th, um, I would say if it's kids, then we we ask that uh, the parent or guardians go. Um, it, it would not just be a kids event. The parent has to go and be in charge of the children. Um, but it's a baseball game up in Cleveland. It's the Lake County Captains versus the Great Lake Loons. Um, captains are the ones that are the home team, so we'll be voting for them. Uh, but it's... Uh, they have a buffet that uh, it basically there's hamburgers, hot dogs, mac and cheese, baked beans, chips, cookies, iced tea, water, lemonade. Um, it's uh, for 13 and up. It's 20 dollars for 4 to 12, 17 and 0 to 3 is free. So if you want to go, please let us know. Um, it, it is a fun event. I've went to it uh, a couple years, and it is pretty fun. As long as you like baseball, um, it's a pretty fun event. Uh, I would have to know, and the money would be due and everything by uh, July 7th. So if you're interested in going, uh, just let us know by July 7th, and then there's a registration uh, form I'll fill out and get all the details in. Um, after that, uh, the other announcement is next week uh, is the first week in June. And as promised, we're going to, COVID levels have went down, so we're going to start Sunday school um, at 1030. We're going to do, uh, we're kind of low in numbers still, so we're going to do a United Sunday School from 1030 to 11, and then we'll have family worship from 11 to noon like normal. Um, so we'll all be in here still. We're not going to be going throughout the building uh, um, until we get a little bigger or maybe till fall. Um, but we're going to do a United Sunday School in here at 1030 to 11. And then we'll stop enough in case anyone has to use the restroom. And then we'll have family worship from 11 to 12 like normal, like we've had. Um, in a couple weeks, we will probably go back to being able to do pickups. We just want to start with things gradually coming back to normal before we introduce everything. Um, also on June 6th, we are going to have our hot meal program. It's all to go. Um, so we're going to be uh, preparing and serving uh, one to two on Sunday, June 6th will be our first day. 
um, but we'll be serving to-go meals. It'll pretty much be like uh, Thanksgiving Day where they enter the one door. They have to still space out on the X's. Um, we just give them the number of meals they want that's pre-prepared, and then they just walk out the door here. Um, but we'll start that for every Sunday, 1 to 2. Um, we'll see how it goes. And then um, yeah, I think that's it for now. So just... Uh, and then uh, later on, we will uh, start to, uh, we'll give you a time next week, hopefully, when we'll start Men's and Women's Fellowship again. But uh, I think that's it. If you uh, don't mind standing for the doxology, if you can, and then we'll sing the doxology. Please remain standing for your benediction. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for this day. I thank you for this opportunity to come into your house. Father, to honor you, to worship you. And Father, I pray that that's what we have done today. Father, we do thank you for the men and women that have given their lives. And Lord, I just ask that we will take uh, this time uh, Monday to celebrate what they did for each one of us. Father, I, I pray for their families and their friends and the loved ones that have been left behind. Father, I uh, also stop to thank you for what you've done for us. May we never forget. Lord, we thank you and we love you. And we ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen.